thank you very much for having me. Don't thank me yet. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> yeah, I just said. Do you have a single fact to back that up? You know, this is the one where um, you think you're funny. Do you understand me? I think you need to go get a dictionary. Did you remember that Eli was blind? Yes. Okay. I was going to say it <laughs> while we were watching the movie, but I, I was like, ah, I'll wait. I don't want to ruin it if you forgot. No, I completely remembered. So this was uh, a second viewing for both of us. Yep. We had first seen the Book of Eli way back in 2013. Is long, that when it came out? A long time ago. 2013? Uh, let me check that while you're talking. Feels right. but So that would make it almost 10 years ago. And when you find out that Eli is blind at the end... It is kind of calling itself to be viewed again. Because, 2010. Holy shit. So it's 12 years old? 12 years old. Fuck me. Yeah. What a slap in the face that was. That's that's a shocker. Again, th this is another movie that feels like, yeah, it was in the theater a while ago. Yeah, definitely. Like a handful of years ago. But 12, I didn't see that coming. I can't believe it's been 12 years since I've well, seen this. I want to say... My God, we didn't watch fuck? it together before, right? No, I don't think so. Um, I want to say that I watched it. I don't know if I watched it in the theater or not, but uh, I want to say I watched it pretty early on in um, the scheme of things. Do you do you know you watched it early on, or do you pretty know if much. you did? I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it soon after it came out. I think, yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously there's going to be spoilers if you have Figured not watched. <laughs> open the gate with a spoiler. Yeah, if uh, if you have not watched the movie, um, it is super interesting to watch. And for, um, I guess, a, a Christian fan base, it would be like the ultimate form of faith and following uh god it is sort of a moment, but god a cool conceptualized idea like if there was in fact a god preserving this word and all of like the, the bible in the bible were destroyed right. all but one well since god likes to drag things out over many many years he appoints some blind dude to carry the only bible left walk it west walking for 30 years right while memorizing it right and is that the best way it could be done i mean probably not but that's how god chose to work and if you just go along with it, sure, it's interesting. It's like, okay, he finds a way to... Because now it is Eli has been way. granted God mode. Yeah. Like, you know, well, especially upon a second viewing... that might not necessarily viewing, be like God's gift to him, but well, that's not really explained. He can't be... He can't be shot, right? Like, because he was shot a bunch of times. Well, he was dying. He was shot once. 
Well, remember when he was walking out of town and he was shot in the back? He wasn't actually shot in the back. You could see like the well, the one it went like through it his, his pack. Hood. It went through his hood, or it, it did hit his pack. I don't. I don't know. Like, I guess it didn't hit him. It hit like I thought his the first backpack. one didn't hit him, and then the second one went through the hood. I'm just saying, like this dude, Denzel. He's got. He knows mystical power. He has. He's has God mode. He's walking out of the town. Right. And there is two dozen armed men with automatic weapons about 50 yards behind him. Right. All zeroed in on him. He's standing out in the open. Yep. And Denzel just turns around with a pistol and starts going to work and shooting guys left and right and spinning in circles and shooting guys on rooftops because he knows he can't get hit. So right. the, the movie almost wrote itself a pass for for the hero. The for the unbelievability factor like right. it's like you can't even really fault these ridiculous situations that he gets out of because it's establishing itself as well he has god mode this is god's chosen man to walk the walk the book right from east coast to west coast so nobody can can touch him and he knows that right He's like, he will yeah, be protected. I, I guess I didn't see it. The voice quite, tells him he's going to be yeah. protected. So I, he has nothing to worry about. Right. I All guess I didn't see miss it him. quite in that way, but I don't. He's like on autopilot and God's just sort of, it's almost right. like upgrade, like with the computer yeah, chip yeah, and the yeah, guy, yeah. only yeah. this guy has a God chip. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Um, I didn't necessarily think it was like a gift that God gave him to fight or dodge bullets. It was, I, w I was under the assumption in a more realistic sense that like the first group of hooligans that he meets is like those road people where the chicks on the cart and it's like a trap and he just like downright out fights them. So I don't know that that's anything God mode esque. Um, cause well, he you knows see he's that win, huh? He knows he's going to win. Well, of course, he has that confidence, um, but it could be as simple as like, we don't know who he was before all of that. So he may have had those skills prior. The The gunfights are a little bit different. Obviously, that's very convenient. I kind of summed up those two shots. I summed up to they're really I mean, nobody's a marksman, so to say they're all just shooting. And the only reason like that holds a power and that land is because they have the gun. So they're in charge. So it's not like I wouldn't assume that because those guys had guns, they were like the best shots in the West. Obviously they weren't, you know, because contrary to popular belief, it's, it's like you actually do have to train with a gun to get good at it. You can't just like pull the trigger and be like, I'm hitting bullseye every time right after you pick up your first gun. Um, but, uh, I don't know that I saw it as like a pass. Obviously it was super convenient because they could have easily, maybe I'll go back and see if I can find just that scene. But I, I thought the first shot when he's walking away, the first shot didn't hit him at all. It just was like, goes wide. The second shot obviously hit him in the hood and it went straight like by his head. So that's when he turned around and was like, okay, now I have to fight. So 
in this sense, yeah, it's a little God mode because he basically can't miss because, you know, someone shoots by him. So then somehow he knows the exact direction to turn. Now I am going out on a limb and saying that he's not 100% blind, but like in today's world, he would be called legally blind. So you don't have a hundred percent of your vision, obviously. Now, maybe it is a hundred percent blind and he's just on straight up God mode. Um, but some of the, th- the, I think the odd thing about it is some of the stuff that he does does not act like he's blind at all. And then there's like really obvious things that he does where it's like, Oh, someone that's blind would do that in order to understand something like when he like, he walks up and like makes a noise mm-hmm. or like he walks up, like when they were walking up to that house, you see, he took his pack and put it forward to hit the step before he got there. And then that's how he knows their steps. So it's like very selective blindness in moments. So I'm not sure how to like rationalize that because it does yeah, I guess you're right in a way. It does kind of enter a god mode because I don't know if I'm super critical. I don't know that it's 100% consistent throughout the movie on what he can and cannot do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not very plausible that a dude can walk from East Coast to West Coast, <laughs> even if he had nothing to contend with at all, but right. then have gunfights and sword fights and interact with people. and right fucking uh clean his guns and right. do whatever the hell else he's gonna do yeah i just it's, I just it's like know. he was de- like physically divine right and right. but he still had control over what yep. he said and choices he made yeah yeah i just don't i don't know it's a, it's just a little goofy to me when it feels like Yeah, I guess the easiest way to say it's just not 100% consistent. Like looking back on it, kind of like w- watching the movie, you just get, you're not really bothered by it that much just because visually visually it is a really nice movie. It's very pretty to look at. It's pretty um, you know, what I'm assume is green screen work or rotoscoping to get those weird sky shots or however they did like, you know, the creativity behind it is like really nice. Um, some of the, some of the camera moves like in and out of buildings was cool. Um, but, um, the plausibility of a man that's blind walking across country or however far he did go definitely a stretch, definitely a stretch. I mean, if I tried to just like close my eyes and fucking carry a cup cup out of this room and into your house over there, I would walk into a wall and knock myself out before I even got out of here. Well, so, you don't have those so. mut- mutant abilities. You're not blind. No, I, I wouldn't be divinely appointed to <laughs> do such a task Why of carrying a this? cup. Yeah, what a heathen. So what, what did you like about the movie? Uh, well, you, you're already picking I a little bit. Gary Oldman. Oh, 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 I, I, he's just... He's just so good at being an asshole. Just being a slimy villain. Yeah. 
the way he like got all up in his wife's face like like, like he just a psychopath it, it's like he followed his nose to find her face <laughs> yes and then it's like you shut your mouth yeah exactly that's exactly what it was just like slithering along like people as yep. he's like intimidates them and i love how uh the first couple of scenes involving him he's very sort of soft-spoken i thought as soon as he intro- was introduced and there was some guy standing across the table from him. I thought he was just going to get himself killed yeah. right then and there in, in some outburst that he has. Yeah. But he was like very soft-spoken and held back. And they saved that for the moment where he finds out that Eli has a Bible yeah. that he's keeping hidden from everybody in his room. And that's when he flips his shit. Yeah. Gets in his own wife's face, gets in his daughter's face Just after trying to, to use both of them to yeah. to find out what Eli has in there. Yep. Um, which Eli is a fucking idiot because he really messed up. He reads the Bible and shares it with Gary Oldman's daughter when she comes to visit him. Yeah. Or, or no, she's the idiot, too. She's actually a bigger idiot because then she goes down. Yep. And says grace right in front of Gary Oldman. Yeah, which is to, that was that if there ever was a setup scene that was forced, that was yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, he Eli would have gone over very thoroughly with her how like you cannot yeah. make it known that I have this book in here. And the very fucking first thing she does is waltz right over and say, hey. Yeah, is attempt to say a forced grace. She doesn't even know <laughs> right. what grace is, and she's just gonna do it right off the bat with yeah. her mother, like pray with me. Like, come on. Just so, trust me. That was a little ham fisted in there. Ham fisted. Like the plausibility from all sorts of angles on that one was really silly. Right. But it's kind of what had to or that's how they chose to get the ball rolling. Yeah. But anyway, I, yeah. So what I liked about it was uh Gary Oldman. Um, I didn't find anyone else really particularly. No, keep bringing it a little closer. I didn't find anyone else really interesting other than him. So I guess talking about him and his character, do you think <clears throat> this is just kind of like a, a um, thought experiment question? Do you think his character would be that consumed? Like if you're running a town and you're obsessed with, like this idea that you're going to expand to be like the mayor of the state, so to say, where he's talking about like, I want to expand and we're not just, you know, a one measly town. Um, I do agree with him where you would like need something to harness the people. Everybody kind of needs to buy into that thing. Um, some would say that's all religion and it is a highly effective control factor. Mm-hmm. Um but do you think, like, if you take that character um, and kind of remove him from the movie, because, like, I say it that way because, like, obviously we see what he chose. But do you think that you would be that consumed with, like, getting a Bible? I can't really make the connection. Um, because that, like, his character is cool. It's a fun character. I just feel like the obsession, like, 
regardless if it's a Bible or not, like any book, like I need this book to control the people. Like it's like, unless he, like you already control the people. I'm not sure what the confusion is. And what's there to rule rule over what it's just an empty wasteland. It doesn't look like the next town is like a hundred miles. They're going to the next town. And unless he somehow paints himself as this Messiah figure that he correlates from the Bible and gets people to believe that like, Oh, I'm the appointed one. I'm the Messiah. Like, yeah, I wasn't sure like how he was going to use the Bible to get people to like follow his leadership unless he was just going to be like just some apocalyptic glorified preacher. Right. Yeah, I just like I, I have the only right version, and God chose to give me and only me this book. And right, so yeah, I just don't know. They didn't really go into that, but it's just a little odd to me that uh, that's kind of the path that was taken. I guess um, just looking at the overall movie, it just felt a little odd. I mean, I guess kind of like with every movie we talk about anything can be picked apart and in no like in no way is this a bad movie at all i think this is a like proper fun movie but um it was definitely forced in areas i don't even think it needed to be but um you know what was decided was decided it's you know we can't change it i don't think we're gonna go back and do a shot for shot remake or anything yeah but um, it's a pretty outlandish concept. Yeah, it was. It's cool, though. I like the take on um, like the apocalypse situation because it is. It, it's like familiar in one way and like very different in another. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like. Like you ba- <laughs> basically you have the people that survive, then you have like the road ranger zombie-esque character like um like the mad max yeah bandits yeah and what was the deal with the everybody kept at he's like i'm not one of them oh like i'm assuming that was some type of radiation poisoning or disease like that's why i said zombie-esque because like remember that girl took her glasses off that was like attached to the cart and she she had like some sores and weird looking stuff all over it. So maybe it is like a not zombie, but like, you know, it's it plays on that. So it's familiar. Um, but in the same sense, it's like pretty unique in a way. Um, yeah. And just the fact that he's traveling across, you know, a giant portion of the U.S., by himself is an interesting concept. Um, definitely pushes the limits of plausibility. Um, yeah, pretty hard. There's a yeah, there's a lot of holes and things I can't quite understand. Like, well, why didn't he just do this? Right. Why didn't he just get in a fucking car and drive to the West Coast? Well, there wasn't a lot of cars. Well, there was enough vehicles in that town. A bunch of baddies like. Almost True. each of them owned one to themselves. Almost he wanted God didn't tell him to walk or drive. He said walk. Actually, I don't know what he did. No, I again, I don't know why God's taking the slow way there. I don't know why God didn't just. It's give him about wings. the trials and tribulations. Just give him wings, so he. Or you don't even have to do that. Just make him vanish and reappear where you want him. You don't even have to do that. Well, that just seems like man. Make the Bibles just appear. If you can make fucking thirty loaves and fishes. 
you can make a bunch of Bibles. I don't God know why it Jesus has to be did. this long, drawn that. out, elaborate. You're mixing God and Jesus. Quest up in this. ordeal. Oh, give me one of this. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, what what do you think? Other than good old Gary, what do you, what did you like about it? Um. Well, I liked a lot of the post-apocalyptic shots. I liked the, some of the badassery going on when uh, Eli would kick some ass. I like when he slammed that guy's mouth on the table. That was brutal. I like when that guy got the arrow up his ass and out his dick. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the violence was cool. Some of the cinematography was cool. Yeah. Um, on one hand, like some of the the stylized that was going on with the fight and particularly in the bar you know where they had the uh what you fucking call it the, the bar ca the camera that just like pan around oh, yeah the whole it's room. basically like a um a camera on like a big circle track that they just run around the room while the fight's happening so you get this yeah rotation around the action well so i i thought the fight under the bridge that was in silhouette was cool that was where it cool. was all one yeah. shot but I didn't love so much when it was in the bar no. and it was the circle track and then mixed that with cutting of, I liked it sort of medium shots of him. Yeah. What did, what didn't you like about it? I couldn't really Shot tell wise. what was going on. Cause it was all happening. So oh, fast. God. Like it just looked like him just going like, like this yeah. and then people just flying around. Yeah. Yeah. It almost looked I like a Steven Seagal yeah, yeah. Aikido thing <laughs> demonstration Take for a second. Back. It was just so fast, and <laughs> I didn't really catch it as well as the yeah. stationary shot. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I don't think it was as bad as like it was fine. The first Born Identity movie There's or been, whatever, yeah. where it's like There's just much literally a cameraman shaking a camera in front of a yeah actor. It's much worse ways to um, do it. But yeah, I thought I thought it was unique. I don't think it was the worst action sequence I've seen. Um, Maybe it would have been a little bit better if they just slowed it down or stayed on a angle for a little bit longer because it, it definitely did cut a lot. Yeah, where it was jumping back and forth between like, like three I, I could angles. barely even decipher like hits to a person. Right, it would just be like three people would run in and just like pop 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 pop, and then right one guy be flying this way and two would drop straight to the floor and be like I didn't fucking couldn't even see what happened. I didn't see him. Like, I think I saw him pull his knife out for a second, and I guess that killed those two guys, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, now, the gunfight, because this movie was very much just like action scene and then some talking and traveling, action right. scene, talking and traveling. Yeah, it did cut itself up nicely. But it had like four or five, you know, pretty decent action scenes right. that, that built up, like each one got a little bit bigger and grander, yeah. more elaborate as it went. Uh, what did you think of the uh, gun battle at the house? Um, How they kind of one-tracked that or made it attempt yeah. to look that way? It was a little... Um, <clears throat> I liked some of the camera movements where it was obviously stitched together. Like, it was very obvious that was. It wasn't any type of, like, clean cutting because you, like, punch through a window and you're obviously in a different shot. Yeah. Um, but um, it was unique. It was kind of fun that it was like more or less one shot. Um, you know, 
there, I don't think there was anything special, obviously, about it. Um, the more I like kind of think about all of these scenes, it's very interesting to me because, like, I'm sure the, um, I'm sure the budget was like half decent. The, yeah, well, the, the budget was $80 million, which is crazy to me. Um, that must have been a lot of actor money, but yeah, I was you know, obviously movies take a lot more money than us saying, Oh, it wouldn't be that expensive to do that. But, um, it didn't seem like they needed that much money. That's for sure. Cause most of this stuff was like pretty simple esque sets. Um, and even some of the shots where they're walking or standing, especially shots where they're like standing still. My assumption is that they are on a set to some extent and then there's not just an endless amount of whatever behind them Mm -hmm. um and obviously that's stitched in really well but um overall i think they nailed the look um which i liked a lot everybody was kind of in that old (laughs) almost like uh it's kind of funny because like most of the people, especially like any extra or whatever was in that like old Western rag and tag type of outfit. And then anybody of worth was kind of like, you know, the main baddie and all his henchmen were kind of in like proper attire of sorts. Um, It's just funny how like it, it directly shows like the hierarchy that's built immediately when people are, around each other like someone has to take control and yeah there has to be the general population and um it's just it was it was interesting i think they got the the uh kind of the look down if that makes sense um yeah yeah i just i would not guess that it would take 80 million dollars to do this movie no, uh, I I almost think that like a cheaper budget would have lent itself more to yeah. the realism and grounded nature. I agree. Um, some shots looked a little too expensive for their own good. Yeah, and a little too obvious that it was a set. Yeah, or composited. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But you know, just went along went along with it, and you know, it was pretty well done overall. Like, right. I think it's uh was pretty consistent tonally yeah. and the style was you know what they fucking committed to you know i thought liked it enough i'm just saying i'm just saying like i there's just certain movies that you really feel like you're enveloped in that world a yeah. bit more and this one didn't do it nearly as well as some others right you know like like the revenant like that shit was shot like on location everybody was freezing to death all the time it wasn't all these sets yeah and stuff like those people were fucking miserable while they were filming it right um so when that element goes missing from a movie you can just sort of tell you can feel it yeah it's the like this detached nature that all of a sudden set feels yeah you know what i mean it's just like dis dissociated I don't know what that means. Right. <laughs> you know what I you mean. You disassociate though. from it. Yeah. You, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't capture you in the way that you really need it to, to like yeah. convince you that what you're looking at makes sense. It like, 
Oh, that's what I was going to say. It did like just enough. It's almost like a fish on a hook. It's like just enough to like get you to bite and be like, okay, yeah, I get this, but it's like not enough to keep you there. Yeah. It's, it's just like playing on that edge where I do agree with you pretty heavily because if they had lesser budget and were forced to be creative about some things, I think it would have turned out better in some areas because some, you know, I don't know, like one scene that I, it's just like a gimme, uh, one, like just, I don't want to say they didn't put effort into it. Cause like everybody that works on a movie puts a ton of effort into it. So I don't want to sound like that, but like when they're in those nuclear silos or, you know, pa- power generator silos, whatever they are, um, you know, there's like a convenient person sized crack in it. And then, you know, they enter it and then it's just like complete cut to nighttime. Yeah. And then they're on a stage. They're yeah. on a set. It's super obvious. The only thing you see outside is like a, a, a I'm, it might as well have been like a, um, a 1080p, 55 inch <laughs> screen with like a starry picture on it. Yeah. Like they didn't, it was like, you know what I mean? Like it was just so obvious, like the stark difference. Then maybe that's what they were going for. Um, it just didn't have that same feeling of like, Hey, he's walking in the desert on a road and it's probably on location somewhere. Uh, you know, yeah. there's just like a huge di- flip flop difference in the feeling. And that's where I think naturally you'd like start to disconnect just because your brain's like, oh, that's different. Oh, that's it's not even like I hate this movie, but like that's my example with like Marvel movies. Like, you know, most of it's going to be CGI. So you have to be okay disassociating with this isn't, you know, you, you, you separate that in your head. It's just like the new the newest Spider-Man movie. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. I'm burping. Um, I was watching a behind the scenes VFX thing with that. Mm-hmm. And some of the, like the more ridiculous things they use for VFX, they shot that in a, Atlanta, all of it. So every time you're seeing outside of a window from inside of the building, that entire thing outside the windows is CG to make it look like New York. Every single time. The new Spider-Man. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's all shot in Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Fuck yeah. But crazy. like, there's stuff crazy. like that where you don't even question it because it's background. I mean, the crazy thing about that is everything outside those windows is CG. So if you see like people, it, obviously they're going to be out of focus, and that lends a hundred percent to using computer generated imagery yeah. um, because it sells it. You know, all this stuff. And like, you don't really question it because it's just like a, you know, it's a Marvel movie. So, you know, it's in there. It might be used for ridiculous stuff or like Wolf of Wall Street. Like they used it for things that it like bolstered the story and made sense. And in this one, it's like, obviously they're compositing things or generating things um, with a computer in this stuff, but it feels like detached in a terrible way. Um, not that it's the worst I've ever seen. It's just, there's definitely this recognition of like oddity, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
but I don't want to yeah, keep rambling. It, yeah, there it, it was sort of a strange mix sometimes where just a few parts felt a little bit off right. from all the rest of it. Um but yeah, not in a way that derailed it for me. It's just it just kept reminding me like that this is a movie, this is a set. Right. Or whatever. But you know, if they were working with a set or whatever, like I still think everything was like done pretty co- competently, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I don't want to like beat the movie up because I still think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's just some odds. Yeah. I, I just think uh, had it been given a different, uh, a smaller budget. Yeah. Um, I would, I just would have liked to have seen what that would have turned out to be. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just had a little too much of the Hollywood standard Hollywood production look. Yeah. That, uh, I guess I, I would prefer a post-apocalyptic movie not to have, because it almost makes things look too clean or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get that. Um, the low budget, you know, that would probably feel more like almost like a someone's on the ground with a camera documenting right. like, what happens and it's all very grounded. Yep. And you only are given certain perspectives, maybe only from the vantage point of one character, maybe two. Right. And this one sort of hopped around from this location to that location. What's this person doing? What's that person up to? Right. I don't know, but it, this is just a bunch of nitpicky nonsense. Was there a number two? I don't think so. That looks just fake. Yeah. I was trying to see if I could find a breakdown of the budget because I would love to find out what what that looked like. But um, <clears throat> so we're not completely beating a dead horse. We can rate this and then we can talk about the movies that we watched separately. Cool. Um. We can get That's that. A, in yeah, here. that'll be a little bonus at the end. Yeah, um, it'll be less depressing than the Book of Eli. Mm. Um, so sound and music for you. I think I will give it a six point five. Okay, starting out with a with a strange uh, number, with a strange number right from the get go. I just want to nudge it a little above average, and then. An extra half point for uh I, I do like the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh and yeah, like the sounds sounded good when yeah. someone got slashed or punched or their face slammed into a bark counter. A bar counter. I thought you said bark counter for a second. Yeah, yeah. Like, could have been a bark, bark counter? counter. Um rewatchability for you. Because both of us watched it shortly before after it came out or when it came out, and then not for another twelve yeah. years. Yeah. So I guess I guess that would make that a six point five. Oh my god. Yeah, six point five. Yeah, six point five. It's a good movie, but it's not like yeah. wow, I, holy I, shit. I'm going right above par because I I could watch it again. Um but I feel like it's one of those things that would get like pretty old pretty it, quick. It, it kind of, like I mentioned earlier, it's sort of calling on itself to be watched a second time because it's yeah. like, don't you want to watch it again knowing yep. that he's blind? Yeah. So kind of. watching it this time, I was aware of that the whole time, and I was having a little bit of fun with that. So. Yeah. But as for rewatching a third time, 
maybe in 12 years, I'll be flipping through the TV and I'll see that it's on and I might in 2040 I might roll with four. Actually, no, I would never be flipping through the fucking TV. If I'm flipping, flipping through, through channels in oh. 12 years, then just kill me because you'll I'm be watching this movie. Not a happy person with no external attachments. Jesus. All right. The story. Uh, okay. I'm going to give this a six and I think it's an above our uh, above all above par story. I think the execution wasn't to the full potential. So I, I really like the story, the idea of the story. I like the story as it is. I just don't think they home run or they barely got to first base. So to say, yeah, if you say 6.5 that's kind of where i was leaning oh my god you want me to put it down let me just uh go over it in my mind a little bit more it's like yeah we, we've pretty much already covered like each of these points yeah pretty thoroughly i just already, want a number so. give me a number even though it doesn't make a lot of fucking sense give and it's so full of holes 6.5 the cons yeah 6.5 the concept is just never mind. Moving on. Characters go. Well, I did not find anybody really that interesting other than Gary Oldman. Not even Eli. I mean, he just walked around and muttered stuff and he's a presence, you know, he's Denzel. Yeah. I'm happy that it was him. And it's and it's not like I think it it's I not think like it he's not a plus. Yeah, wouldn't have worked with many other actors. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But he definitely lends his Denzeliness to it. What did you think of uh, Mila Kunis? Did you buy that? Did I buy that she was in the movie? Yes. <laughs> did you buy the movie because that she was, was my in answer it? for you? <laughs> no, she was a she. Her character, um, I don't know. I don't really get it. Uh, at all it's so let me give you my reasoning behind this okay so as a character right when you're like writing a character for a movie now i'm not a writer or director or anything like that okay i have helped you write things and help direct stuff but not like by myself right so what do i know when i'm saying this but when you write an actor or a character like for a movie right you want a character that is pretty true to themselves okay unless you're specifically writing a flip-flop character and i gotta tell you if they weren't writing a flip-flop character i'm not sure what they were writing because the first time we see her she comes out of this back door gives denzel a dirty look because he's there and goes gets him some water right and then she comes back and she's like, oh, he killed all these guys in the bar. That's crazy. Like some weird looks, you know? So, okay. So she's already made out to be this like tough lady, mm -hmm. you know, like she can, <laughs> she can listen to a command. <laughs> um, so that's how she's presented to us right away. Almost like right after that after a couple minutes she's presented us 
as a woman that will take a command again because her mom's boyfriend sent her in to have sex with Eli and she's just going to get right on it. And then she wakes up the next day and has had a change of heart because that's how powerful he is in reading the Bible. And then she's praying at the table. Then she's running away from the life she knows because it'll be safer with him. It's just like, just like a whirlwind of like confusing. It's like one of those things where you're like writing a character for a TV show and you're like, how can we take this 10 episode progression and character change, uh, you know, change of heart Mm -hmm. and squash it into a movie? Well, the answer is you can never do that ever because what it looks like is someone who has no idea what they're doing Mm -hmm. and just like flip-flopping and i don't know did i buy it if it was a flip-flop character sure Mm -hmm. sure it's super convincing but no i didn't her character was one of the only characters in this that I, i just like don't really buy if that makes sense Um, just because it's so odd. I just don't know. Like, I don't get it at all. Like just, just like her coming like that scene in particular. Okay. He, this is what happens. She walks in, uh, and she makes it very quickly known that she's there to please him in any way possible, you know, whatever he, um, did not, or, basically did um rejected and yeah, not denies her um so he basically is like that's not happening that's not why i'm it's here godly yeah it's I, i'm not i'm not that type of person right so it goes from that to him then sitting her down at the table and praying and it's just like just a whirlwind of change and maybe it's supposed to signify like the power that the bible and god have and like I, so in that sense like okay i don't buy it i kind of i'm getting it i kind of get it but i'm not like buying it if that makes any sense so when i rate the characters i'm giving it a five because no one blew me out of the water she was the only one i would say was teetering out of on par for me um just because it was a little too convenient because every other genuine character in this, not talking about like extras in the background, like kind of stuck true to themselves. The only other person that did a flip flop was the guy who that was, who was trying to marry her without her knowing or get her like the main henchman. Oh, the Paul guy. Yeah. He was like standing in her way at the beginning of the movie. And he was like, Hey, hey lady. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, Oh, she, I'm going to die. So I'm not going to try to stop her because I love her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a little, that was a little odd. It was like, uh, the Catwoman in the new Batman. It was just a little odd. It was just, yeah, it's I didn't sort of there. Doesn't yeah. Do much for you. So it, for me, characters were five. <laughs> That was a long, <laughs> yeah. long explanation. I will say a 5.5. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Gary Oldman takes it up. Do you believe but... the book of Eli? And for those who are first listening, 
the Do You Believe It is a category that we officially made up for the convincingness of the movie universe. <laughs> well, if I'm going along with this idea that God has granted God mode to this <laughs> chosen man <laughs> and that he can indeed walk from one side of the country to the other with a book and memorize it. I, I can get along with all that. If he is indeed empowered by this supernatural force, what if he's not? Well then no way this would be a zero out of 10. I mean, people have done more there ridiculous is no things fucking than this. way in hell a blind guy is gonna walk the entire country i think you i think you with a fucking uh, heavy ass book I, d I don't think you understand the and human spirit very well look i'm all for like fucking being a champion a go-getter rising above <laughs> all that shit but a fucking blind guy walking the whole apocalypse country yeah, yeah. and fighting fucking gangs of people and, and, and okay the do you believe it just goes straight into the floor right at that scene where he's walking out of town and there's like 18 machine guns on him oh yeah and yeah, nobody yeah. hits him and he has a pistol and he's in the he doesn't even take cover right away right he's just standing there fucking spinning around and shooting and he's blind yeah oh that's another scene where that bald guy goes soft where he's literally standing there with oh. the gun at him, and then he just slowly puts the gun down. I don't know. Yeah, yeah what a weird There's throat. There was a lot of stuff that was completely, oh, not unlike the Bible, but there was a lot of stuff left to interpretation. So if we're going along with God wrapping this guy right. in invincibility he has, and auto-aim yeah. bot, and all the rest of it, and 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 Eli has nothing to fear because he knows this. The voice in his head tells them, like, hey, just fucking walk west, right. and whenever you encounter something, don't worry about it. Just let let uh, Stem take control. Yeah. And uh, all be Yeah, well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I think that's, like, the only way it works yeah. for me, and it gives it, 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 it grants itself the fucking golden pass uh, because of that Although the whole concept from the beginning of getting this dude from East Coast to West Coast could have been done like way easier. And well, it is the apocalypse. It, look, you're not going to get across look, country if there's saying, no electric. Well, well, okay, if it's got if it's God's plan to get this dude to the West Coast with a Bible, yeah, yeah. why didn't he just fucking make him? appear there? You have to go through the trials. You have to walk for thirty years. Yeah. So God is going to delay the entire world receiving his word by 30 years they just so he can do it the slow way. ready for it yet. Okay. It's all in God's yeah. timing. All right. So what would you rate it? You can't beat them when they start saying that. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Now you understand below five, five is par. So if you give it like a two, that means... Basically, nothing well, can be believed. If it's in, yes, we're in the universe. So you do believe it in the universe because this you is obviously the, this is the toughest. This is the toughest one. Can we skip it and come back? <laughs> sure. Uh, creativity. Um. 
you can see they I, were. I'll give this a seven. That that's my opinion on it, just because. It, for me, obviously, it, literally, it would be two steps above par um, on our one to ten scale. But right there at the beginning with the fucking uh, radioactiveness, yeah, raining into the woods and that he's was hunting the cat. Cool. Great you scene. know that they yeah. were having cinema gasms yeah. when they were shooting that. Super obvious. The first shot was on a set, though. Yeah, unbelievably obvious, but yeah, I won't hold it against them. And also, not to dip back into the do you believe mm-hmm. it, but why are we hunting cats in Fallout and then eating them? Isn't that well, a little I don't dangerous? Know that he was specifically hunting for cats. I think he was just waiting for food in general. But oh, wait a minute! I forgot. God's protecting his stomach from radioactivity. So he can eat the radioactive well, cat. Uh, who knows if the cat he can do anything. He could swallow glass and he'd be fine. He was body would digest it as if it was fucking apples and steak. Well, he did get shot and then died. So he wasn't like invincible. Yeah, he just he just like we were literally talking about like fucking supernatural here. Yeah, like unseen, but supernatural force at work. Yeah, which enables him. So, yeah, like. It, 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 he's not like superhero where he gets shot and the bullet just bounces off him like Superman. Right. I mean, wouldn't that have been more convenient if it was well, that, that would way? solidify the fact that he was like a superhero in this time? Yeah, but creativity. What do you? What do you go? Uh what do you got? Six point five. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what? We'll go for. I don't believe. <laughs> That an old man can write. It's just the creativity. The entire fucking Bible without his hand falling off. Well, I don't think that's how your He's hand just works. like, <laughs> write down exactly what I say. Doesn't say how long it's going to take. Doesn't like prepare him at all. It's just like start writing. Well, I think he's understanding that he's going to write something. <laughs> I mean, that old man's hand would be broken. His back would be broken. So what? what are you taking it down to a six? Oh, I, I was dipping into the do you believe it for that. The, so the creativity still is 6.5. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nope, 6.5. 6.66. That's, that's what I'll give do you believe it, a 6.66. Okay. So you're giving a do you believe it, 6.66. Um, the, the do you believe it for me is... I, I'm going to put a six, but this there, this is a very interesting situation here. And because you say that because we're, we're trying to figure out the rules of the playing field with this movie. What do you mean? All the stuff that happens that's so implausible could be attributed to God mode. Yeah. But the, the thing about that though, is it is not implied in any way that he has any special ability. So we're on assumption here. Well, and that's like, where not like he, not like special ability, like, Oh, he has super strength or X-ray vision or something like that. Right. He just, this fucking voice in his head. Every time someone fires a bullet at him, it might be like, move left, move right, step backwards, whatever. Right. And he just follows that voice. Yeah, I mean, I don't. That's wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do yeah, but do you take that account 
knowing that none of that is talked about. We're just like assuming that this is what is happening. Well, I could just sort of feel that it's present there. Like he just care like walks a, with such confidence. And even though he's blind, it doesn't hold him back at all. He walks as if he's just very much like what he described. I'm just following right. a voice and he encounters six bandits on the road. Uh, no problem because the voice said that it would protect me. He did mention right. that. So he has like no worry when he encounters people. He like uses his free will to tell them like, Hey, don't fuck with me or else God's going to do a working on you through right. me. And you don't want to find out about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, well, for our official score in our made up scoring system, we're giving the book of Eli a six out of 10 stars. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <laughs> I meant to send it that way. Well, now it's now it's back behind your feet. It is a bastard. I love it. How you flicked it straight at me. <sighs> It was the camera wasn't on you, was no, it? No, it wasn't. God, no. It, it was on the computer. Matt just flicked a stink bug into my face off my microphone and into Alex's eye. Um, so now that we have this out of the way, really, that to... average is out to an even six. No, it's 6.09. Oh, but it's six. 69. <laughs> no, 6.09. Um, go ahead and tell us about the movie you watched, and then I'll tell about the little indie flick that I want. Well, kidding. to all our listeners, if you remember, we were trying to find a vampire movie to watch and we had watched a trailer for this movie called near dark, near dark, a vampire movie from 1980, whatever the fuck it was. Cause man doesn't know what years is. No. And they, what the fuck was I just about to say? Near dark. And they, Oh, well, when we watched the trailer for it, they picked like the dumbest scene that they that they could have to yeah. try to fish you in to watch the whole movie. Can you angle the mic? Yeah, to your mouth hole. So it early in the movie, this fucking cowboy and his buddies are chilling at some bar. Yep. And one of the cowboys is like, hey, look over there. Look at that pretty girl. And this woman walks out from behind an ice machine it's, it's the eating an ice cream cone. And he walks up. He's like, oh, you're real pretty. And it's just like he's walking circles around her. And she's like, like any man would love in the it. 1980s. Yeah. And, uh, and that's all you saw from the trailer was just yeah, this was fucking cowboy being, being a scene. creep. And this girl yeah. eating an ice cream cone. It's like, kind of into him even though he's like walking circles around her yeah it's so so odd. that's the fucking like preview of the movie but the movie was actually pretty good um it's about this dude that that same weird cowboy he later finds out that that girl they, they end up like going out in the night together and having fun in the truck they're driving around of course and um they're like making out or no 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 she starts freaking out all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, you got to get me home. You got to get me home. The sun's coming up. Oh. So she's real desperate to get home. And 
she's like making him drive fast and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on or why she needs to get home so fast. And um, then he just stops the truck and he looks at her and he's like, uh, and, and, and this is what was like really cringy. And the, the, and the movie was trying to like make this sexy or something, but yeah, he's like, I ain't Come. going any further till you kiss me. Oh Christ. And trying to be all that's just as bad as come to daddy. Yeah. It, it, it was trying to be charming about it, but it was just creepy. Yeah. And, uh, so she does, she starts kissing him and then she bites him <gasps> and he Wait, like gets out of the, the truck and eye. runs. And then turns out that, uh, this girl that he was hanging with is friends and hangs out with like this vampire crew. Ooh. They drive around in this fucking RV that they have all the windows closed. Yeah. And, uh, it's like this group of vampires and then um, the guy that got bit, they end up like catching up with him and trying to get him to to join their vampire gang. So it's very much like Lost Boys was. Yeah, I was going to say, are, are you sure you weren't watching Lost yeah, Boys? Yeah, it's very much like it in that way. Like, oh, here's this guy that we bit. We didn't kill him, but should right. we just make him join our crew now? He might be yeah. cool, at, like be able to hang out with us. Right. Um, and Bill Paxton and Lance Henriksen were on the vampire crew. Right. And so they were fun characters. That's what yeah. worked for the movie. Um, they were enjoyable. And, uh, you know, vampires got to eat and kill and stuff. So they're trying to, like, make the guy do that. Like, hey, if you're going to fucking be one of us, you want us to kill you, you got to eat people. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Says so, every serial yeah. killer ever. So they're just, you know, running around and dealing with shit and nonsense. And yeah. It, it was just, it was, enjoy it was some like, it's a fun 80s movie. Yeah. It wasn't like the Lost Boys just has this X factor of just being like so fucking fun and cool. Yeah. And it just works in every way when it shouldn't. Yeah. And it's got so many memorable staple moments. Yeah. Um, and fun scenes that are just like etched in pop culture and a lot yeah. of people know and reference. This didn't really have any of that. It was an enjoyable vampire movie with right. some good kills and, good times and good characters, but it just didn't have anything that would be like long lasting. Right. Or it wouldn't be the kind of movie you would see referenced often. Right. Or you wouldn't see t-shirts of this movie. Right. In fucking hot topic or right. anything near dark. Um, so in that way, it doesn't have like this sort of lasting power, but it was like very competently made and directed Catherine Bigelow. Um, who's made some cool movies. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, super fun, super sweet. If it it's a vampire movie that I had never seen, and an '80s vampire movie at that. Like, how right. did I miss it? And with Bill Paxton, my God, yeah. So, and, and he was probably the best part of it, just because you could tell he was having so much fun with the role, and Lance Henriksen was just downright terrifying at times. Yeah, because he would get like this real pissed off aggressive look on his face you're like jesus i don't want to fuck with that vampire right um there was this one scene where they go into uh this bar and there there's like six people in the bar and uh the vampires just start like killing them one by one by one and uh leaving like the last one for the guy to prove yeah himself that he can kill and it's just like some fucking scared little cowboy that was playing pool in the back, just watching each Listen, person mister. in the bar get murdered. Yeah. And then uh, he ends up like jumping out the window 
and getting away, the vampire so goes is, after is him. The guy who is attempting to become a vampire is he a vampire by the time he's eating people? He's like part he's way morphing. there. Yeah, yeah. Is that any like corniness with the teeth? Uh, like where there's just a scene where it's like it's just oh. so you can see pointy teeth. <laughs> not not really that I recall. They didn't. Uh, it's weird, but I can't even remember a shot where you can really even see the teeth. I would rather have it that way. It's almost like they keep kept it hidden from you. Almost they didn't have the budget for teeth. Yeah, like maybe when they were like talking and laughing and being all crazy, like going ah, you could probably see yeah. that they were there. But I don't remember anyone going like. <laughs> well, you, you know what i mean like there's yeah, always that they, one shot where it's like yeah this is for the art department whenever a fucking <laughs> vampire goes into vamp yeah. mode they almost look like they're just jizzing in their pants yeah. as their teeth are growing longer just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't need all that true blood nonsense oh my god is that what that's for i never watched that show i never did either i've I, seen i probably have seen a scene or two maybe but, it's man, good i don't know but I'm not going to add it to the list. It's Twilight, but more gritty. I feel. Yeah. So more sexy. I don't know. I. <clears throat> yeah. It didn't. It didn't have like any memorable '80s music either, which right. was unfortunate. Like I don't recall <laughs> getting into a like. Oh, I'm going to look up the near dark soundtrack after this. Right. Uh, so if you had to give it a. Uh... An alchemy point rating off the top of your head without going through every category. What what do you think you would end 6. up with? Five. <laughs> yep. Wow, really a fallback number tonight. <laughs> yep. So just above par, but not blowing your socks off. Correct Amundo. All righty. Got anything else to say about it? <laughs> well, uh, not really. I don't know if uh, we should talk about the Batman now, unless you wanted to mention a couple of things. Oh yeah, I want to mention a couple of things. I haven't seen the Batman yet. But I I won't spoiler spoiler anything. We'll do a podcast just for the Batman. Yeah, but maybe next, if you have not seen the Batman, I went to see it with my wife, with your wife, with my wife, and I had when I say I had zero expectations, I mean. I saw Batman vs. Superman in the theaters and I came out of the theater shaking my head at that movie. I had zero expectations. Um, and this had nothing to do with Pattinson being Batman. It's just another Batman movie, another attempt at a, a superhero that's been kind of like uh, drilled into the ground over and over. Kind of like what... <clears throat> kind of like how they did Spider-Man. It was always a reboot. So we always started in the same freaking spot. There was no progression. Um, so had zero expectations, right? Mm -hmm. Man, did this blow me away. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Worth your time completely. It is a haul of a movie. It is three hours long. Fuck. But it does not feel like three hours at all in the best way possible. Um, Thank Christ. Yeah, it was just surprisingly like I've told Matt this a million times and even like the day after I saw it, but it is just so well grounded in a reality that you can connect with. You just believe that this Batman could be out there. 
It's not over the top. All of his, you know, gadgets and stuff that he uses are things that you could kind of come up with now. Like the Batmobile isn't this psychotically tricked out weird hot wheel car. It's, I can't remember what vehicle they based it off of, but it looks like an old charger or like challenger, like a muscle, an old muscle car that he basically got the body for and just like freaking rigged it out. Nice. Like, you know, like he would have access to all of this stuff and he has obviously the money and the time to put into like gadgetry. So why not make it super down to earth and realistic? And that's what this movie did like over and over and over, like even his suit, you just kind of feel like you could put it together yourself. Like, yes, it's a Batman suit, but it's like, it's not like molded plastic or molded rubber. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like even Christian Bale's Batman suit was like a little ridiculous. Um, I mean, the Batman suit overall is ridiculous, but it's so impractical, but, um, yeah. Um, like, I like, this this is example I gave you the other day, and then I won't. Every Batman movie ever, Batman at some point is in a high spot, jumps off and throws his uh, cape up, and you know he's like gliding down safely, and it's just, it's you know it's a superhero scene, so you accept it, you know it's coming, whatever. Well, the scene started to happen in this one and i was like oh i cannot like and it's far along it's far along enough in the movie where you kind of like understand the reality you're in so when it starts to happen you're like oh like i'm excited to see how this plays out and you don't see it coming he zips up his suit his cape suit thing that he has on and it turns into a wingsuit super practical he goes down in order to stabilize him a parachute pops out the back one of those little like parachutes to control him and slow his speed down because he's going to try to land on top of the bus well the parachute gets caught on a bridge and just throws him to the ground as hard as possible and i was like i have never been so happy to see batman eat it because it is so realistic, it hurts. And his back is broken, and it's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, not, not, yeah. I mean, obviously, they took liberty that it's the superhero and he's not going to die or be held up in the hospital for very long. But, um, it was just so refreshing to see like a Bruce Wayne in this way. Um, it was just super awesome. We didn't get a young Bruce Wayne that. Uh, we have to like watch his parents die. Obviously, his parents are dead in this one, but it's a a more grown up version of Bruce Rain- Wayne in like a period where he's still, you know, is having issues, but he's fighting through them. And this whole movie, kind of as a spoiler, is more or less because of the sins of his father. Um, and that's all I'll say. And it's just really well done. The Riddler, really well done. Very different take on the Riddler. Um, I think even Jim Carrey came out and said that he didn't like it. Uh, But of course, Jim Carrey's Riddler was a cartoon (laughs) character. Jim Carrey's Riddler was Jim Carrey. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, it really was. That's because Jim Carrey played Jim Carrey back in those days. Yeah. Um, So, 
Yeah, but if you have not seen the movie, it is worth three hours of your time. And that's like, I don't think I've ever said that before. Like, even with the Justice League or the Justice League. Or, fucking movie was terrible. Yeah, but um, I don't even know if like that just the Snyder cut was worth the time like this. I'll watch it again for sure. Um, well, so if I had to score that one. 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> I'll do a 0. 0.5. Um, mostly because I'll do uh, I'll get rid of a half a point because of Catwoman. There's just always that goofiness with that f- female cat antagonist that always wants Batman to love her. But like the approach in this one was just like a little odd because it's almost like because she's Catwoman, um, it's like an assumed relationship, like right off the bat. It's like odd. Um, so that's the only part I didn't really love about it, but she plays a pretty big role for reasons in the movie. So, you know, I'll, 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 I'll live without giving it a 10 out of 10, but my goodness, was it a great movie? Well, I was already amped up to see it, but uh, now I especially am amped up to see it. Yeah, do it. I will. That'll be, uh, I'll, I'll have to make sure I actually do really watch that actually very yeah. soon. And then uh, if you still want to, we can. Did you ever look up that trailer to that show that I told you about outer range or something like that? Um, We'll watch it right after it's done because we might try to do a 100% up to date couple podcasts a couple weeks in a row um, with a Amazon show called um, outer range. And it's like a thriller sci-fi Western looking thing. Um, that looked pretty interesting. We might watch like the first two episodes and decide not to finish it, but, uh, we'll give it a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will. Oh gosh. Do you have, uh, anything else to say or you getting sleepy? No, I mean, no, I mean, yes, I'm sleepy and no, I I can't have anything else. Well, I don't, I can't think of anything else to say. Wow. Okay. Well, as always, uh, do the subscribe, do the comment, and do the give us money thing, and uh, we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>